In the grim darkness of the second millennia, there is only a shitty podcast hosted by three dorks. A podcast about the grim darkness of the 41st millennia and how incredibly stupid it is. This is Grim Dorks. Hello everyone and welcome to Grim Dorks Discussion Podcast, the lore and story of the Warhammer 40,000 universe. I am Warboss John and with me as always are my two favorite boys... Boy, I'm Speed Freak Fuzzy. Boy, I'm Med Boy. Brayden, is it Med Boy? I don't remember. <laughs> no, but no. we'll get there. Whatever. But it, I it admire is... your attempt. Yeah. Yeah. Proud of you. At buddy. least it's not Iron Manus. <laughs> Brayden, we got a lot of talk. We got a lot to talk about. You already broke my boy, but it's okay. <laughs> it so for the listeners at home, time. this is the Orc episode, one of at least two parts this is going to theoretically be the physiology and sociology episode and next episode will be history fingers crossed probably won't happen that way no not at all i mean it'll end up sprinkling all over and also i'd like to briefly tell the listeners kind of what our plan for the next arc is if that's okay hit it all right so for those of you at home and also brayden i guess uh because we don't tell him anything. He just We just drag him into a room and strap him to a chair and tell him things until he starts screaming. Um, yeah. So usually we have to stop pretty fast, honestly. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go through z- the various factions of 40k over the next few episodes, or next arc of episodes. Our yeah. plan is to do a low-tech Xeno race, then a high-tech Xeno race, then a human faction, and then a special episode to break it up a little bit. Because <laughs> if we just charge through all of the factions, then that is like uh, 20-some-odd episodes, and hoo <laughs> laddie. That's a fucking That lot. will get monotonous. That'll get a yes. little monotonous. So every, you know... I guess about six, uh, plus or minus two, um, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a special episode where we kind of decompress a little, maybe quiz Braden, and also have some fun. Uh, this first kind of arc, uh, oh, actually, here, Braden, which one do you hmm. want to hear about first, Eldar or Necron? Uh, Necron. Cool. So the I first... know I know a little bit about Eldar. So. Cool. So the first arc here, our rough plan is a real meaty one: orc, necron, imperial guard, and then some special episode to be decided. So that's yeah. that's going to be uh, faction arc one for those of you at home, just so you can kind of prep yourself for what's what's coming. Yeah. So uh, Fuzzy and I are so fucking excited <laughs> to do orcs oh god i'm and excited all, for orcs fuzzy is excited for necrons i'm middling on necrons and i am so excited to do guard i'm also so very this is excited going to, to do guard <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be a, a fun series and we're really looking forward to it maybe we put too many heavy hitters at the front but fuck it we're gonna have fun Who anyway cares? so orcs orcs the orcs. orcs. Uh, I'm gonna try not to go begin. Jamaican by accident. <laughs> let me begin by making a bold statement. Uh-huh. The orcs are the most successful race in the 41st millennium. That's I'd understandable. Like to, I'd like to back that statement up with a quote. 
Mm-hmm. Hit me. Um, the following quote is provided by, uh, let me scroll a bit, uh, Uthan the Perverse, an Eldar philosopher. The quote is as follows. The orcs are the pinnacle of creation. For them, the great struggle is won. They have evolved a society which knows no stress or angst. Who are we to judge them? We Eldar who have failed, or the humans on the road to ruin in their own turn? And why? Because we sought answers to questions that an orc wouldn't even bother to ask. We see a culture that is strong and despise it as crude. That's because the orcs got this shit figured out, man. I was about to say, it just seems like the orcs have the bar set so low, you couldn't possibly fail it if you tried. I mean... Unless there's, like, an orc philosopher or something. Well, that's the thing. Orcs, due to the way they were programmed and made and evolved, slightly, uh, their bar is set at the perfect place for the 41st millennia. Because in the grim darkness of the 41st millennia, what is there only? War. And what the fuck do orcs only do? War. They win! They did it! it Yeah. It's perfect! They're at home! They're They're in heaven! They're technically, (laughs) or in a a sense, they're a utopian society. Yeah! For them. For For them, it's a utopia. Yeah, for them, they are in a utopian society. If you think about it, which we'll get to, their economy is perfect. I know what their economy is, and I'm laughing about it. (laughs) Yep. Because, yes, it is perfect in every way. I also would like to hand my cashier teeth. When making a purchase. Excuse me, you've mispronounced it. Oh, teeth. I'm sorry. With an F. Yes. Teeth. Uh, so, uh, I guess... I guess we should start start with anatomy. Let's let's do physiology. So, orcs have green skin and red blood. Uh If you've ever played the the Space Marine video game, you know that blood is red. (laughs) God, do you know. You see a lot of it. Everything's Uh, covered in it. (laughs) And the grand tradition of green-skinned things, they can regenerate, kind of like Piccolo. Oh, really? I didn't know they could actually regenerate. Uh, an orc can be beheaded and have its head sewed on to another body uh-huh. and live and be fine. Interesting. Orc uh, physiology is basically a uh, fuck you, pay me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're like a fungus, right? Uh, it's it's a symbiotic. It's a animal and a fungus. Okay. Uh, and good. Well, yeah. So um, to only get a little bit of history because I think it's required for understanding where orcs go. Mm-hmm. Recall, play that memory harp. Um, the orcs came from a species known as the Krok. Krok. Um. But my bits are too strong. Uh, so the Krork were made by the Old Ones for one specific purpose. Brayden, what's the purpose? Uh, to fight. Also known as? War. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna notice a theme at home. Oh, um, I already noticed. Yeah. Uh, so, they were bred for this, but the Old Ones didn't finish. Uh, 
they did do a lot of the programming, but they forgot to program in kind of the control circuit before uh, they fucked up and got their shit pounded in. And they built as... the thing and forgot the on-off switch. The, the way I th I've thought about it is they built a car and gave it gas and no brakes and forgot to put in a steering wheel. <laughs> they, they just, they accidentally put a, they glued a center block onto the gas pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and baby, this thing started at the top of a hill. <laughs> and it has been going ever since. And Excellent. then somehow the hill got taller. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what happened with the Oryx way back when. And over time, the Quark slowly became the Orc, uh, largely by fighting and more and remembering less of where they came from. Mm -hmm. uh, and also getting too lazy to try to pronounce a K and an R right next to each other. Uh, never mind how hard it is with, you know, giant teeth in your mouth to fucking pronounce things. Yeah. Um... So for those of you who have never seen an orc, as John mentioned, they got green skin. They stand at about five feet tall, uh, or the average orc. Uh, the standard orc boy, that's the best way of putting it, stands at about five feet tall, but that's because he's hunched over. If someone got him yeah. to stand up straight, he'd probably stand at about like 6'2". Uh, they're about the same, same height as an average human male. Yeah. It's just, they're so fucking swole mm -hmm. that they can't stand up straight. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, average average male size is 5'10", I believe, so they're not too far away. Yeah. From, I guess, I don't know what the average standard height in the 41st millennium is, because I assume space marines kind of fuck up that, that metric. You, you, okay, you're you, assuming they're human. They are. Uh, uh, space this, is, are... this is a debate that's been had in science fiction for years. No, I'm I'm laying down the law right now. Space Marines are human because for the record, what, okay. what the hell else are they? For, space Marines. For the no. record, I agree with Braden, but that's that's probably an episode. On that's definitely an episode. Um. <laughs> come back to grim dorks in like a year when literally every episode is just us arguing when we fucking um, discuss the whether or not space marine is a human i'm gonna have to do so much research into philosophy i <laughs> to arm myself for this two on one i'm just gonna have to go into michaela's room and like grab a bong i'm gonna go have to go in someone else's house <laughs> michaela and the official bong. roommate of grim dorks nah need a bigger one she's yelling at me um <laughs> so orcs orcs yes back uh, to them. which frankly uh, those of you at home if you have access to a bong you might want to start now you'll maybe get it by the end uh so my thing with orcs right the there are several theories of how they reproduce mm -hmm. the the most common one and the one that everyone accepts is that when you kill an orc they puff. They produce spores. Tell me, Brayden, do you know how mushrooms reproduce? Yeah. It's yeah. They, they release spores into the air and then they populate the ground around them 
or other dead material or animals or plants or whatever else they can get their hands on and they use that in order to grow yeah right orcs so, do that except they they constantly admit spores but when there are two times when they emit more spores time one as john mentioned when they die time two when they kill and for a race that's programmed to do what brayton kill that's a lot of times when they're dying and or murdering the, the difference between orcs and mushrooms, despite both being fungi, and a mushroom will produce itself. Orcs will produce an ecosystem. Mm. Isn't there... The first thing... Oh, I was about to say... Produce, oh, go ahead. Sorry. So the first thing they will produce is Gretchen, which are similar to goblins. Is it Gretchen or small. squigs? It's... I think it's. I want to squ- say it's Gretchen that then tend to the squigs. I think squigs come and then the Gretchen come to tend to the squigs and then. So squig, yeah. So squigs are like, uh, oddly, like pigs, just worse. Uh, if, imagine if you would, dear audience, uh, a mouth with many teeth. Then give that mouth a body that's about the same size as the mouth. Then, give it a tongue that's about the size of its body, uh, two little shitty eyes and two little shitty chicken wing arms, uh, two legs, and a tail. Uh, the tail is also kind of crappy. Its legs are raptor talons, and it has spines growing down the back of it. Oh yeah, also its teeth are giant fucking daggers. That's a squig. Yeah, that's a squig. A squig is a mouth that sometimes... Can walk around. Yeah, it's a mouth that walks and hates. So what is its uh, purpose? Food. Oh, okay. Well, so, so squigs squigs come out, and then well, there's a variety of squigs. It's like dogs. Uh-huh. There are eaten squigs, which are squigs that you eat. Uh-huh. There's oil Growler squigs. Growler squigs. Oil squigs, growler squigs, which are like sheepdog, uh-huh. mending squigs, uh, attack, attack squigs, squigoths, parasite hunting squigs, bag squigs, face biting squigs, barbecued squig, squig gumbo. I'm I'm looking at the list squig. of squigs right now, and there's a lot of it's extensive. So Gretchen are, as I mentioned, the goblin type, and they tend to the eaten squigs while waiting for the full-sized orc boys to show up. In many ways, they also, uh... Yeah, they're basically the underclass of uh, orc society, and they are goblins. There is one class lower than them, uh, the snotlings. Right. But, uh, Gretchen are the average working man of uh, the orc ecosystem. They not only actually tend to the eaten squigs, they also tend to every kind of squig. They also happen to be the second tier on the food chain, where if, you know, something runs out of a squig, then, well, Gretchen are up next. Okay. So, orc society is something that is called a kratocracy, which is a might-makes-right kind of setup. 
And the way that works is that orcs intrinsically listen and obey, listen to and obey the largest orc in the room. Now I can hear yourself asking or thinking, oh, so they're genetically made larger and genetically are leaders. Oh no, they get bigger by doing that thing they do best, which is what, Brayden? Murder. Exactly. How? Every, it's the way the Krork were originally made by the old ones was, uh, not only do they get enjoyment out of the act of war and killing, but the hormone response in their bodies literally pumps out orc growth hormone every time they kill. And every time they are injured and live. Every time they're in a fight, they go through puberty. Interesting. So they're Saiyans. So they get they... bigger and beefier, and it's it feeds into the their the wog, mm-hmm. which we will talk about in a in a couple minutes All because the... it is one of the most important things. It'll take a long ass time. For those of okay. you at home who do not have subtitles, because this show doesn't come with subtitles, uh, WA is always spelled with one W, at least three A's, one G, and two H's, usually. An exclamation point. And an, one exclamation point at minimum. Correct. I just wanted okay. you to know that, because WA is a very important thing. Okay, Super. so if if orcs get bigger as they murder, is can like does the same thing work throughout the entire system? Like, can a Gretchling become an orc eventually? No, it's it just becomes a bigger Gretchling. Gretchens or Gretchen for the most part don't really fight. Uh huh. They're very. It's cowardly. kind of there's there's a warrior class, the orcs, and then Gretchen, even though they outnumber the orcs do everything that isn't fighting basically they they do food they do like machine maintenance they do just everything that you couldn't trust an orc to do because they're too fucking stupid oh so the gretchens are smarter than the orcs yes okay and it's uh we will do for you if you protect us okay interesting uh just by the way, the class below the Gretchen is the Snotling, and the Snotlings, mm-hmm. according to Gorkamorka, are uh, young Gretchen, but there is some debate over whether that's true. Um, I've seen a picture of a Snotling, and they yeah. look very sad. Snotlings basically <laughs> look like immature and more hunched over Gretchen, and are mostly used as... Well, so Gretchen serve pretty much every other function in Orc society. Snotlings are basically one of two things a pet or a briefcase that walks <laughs> that's basically all they do interesting yeah there's yeah. a lot of pets in orc society from what i know orcs like things besides murder <laughs> or excuse me orcs have a weird natural f- fondness for things where they just will like things sometimes and work with it. Like, yeah. they, sometimes they just see a snotling and are like, I like that. I'm a keep it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that, so it works. That's how it works. Alright. Now, 
a a galaxy spanning empire like the orcs hesitant as i am to call it an empire they they would be remiss if it was just one type of soldier the generic boy if you will rather there are several kinds of boy odd boys with a z if you will Uh so the regular boy is uh what we've been describing so far, this, you know, five-something hunched-over muscle guy who usually comes equipped with uh, something that is choppy, something that is shooty, and uh, that's about it. Uh, but no matter what, always seeks more of that dank daka. Uh, which, for those of you at home who ha- can't figure it out, uh, shooty shoots, choppy chops, and daka is the thing that there is never enough of. Mm-hmm. It's it's the automa That's the one. It's the the sound f- sound word. I, I'm blanking. Onomatopoeia. You were right. Onomatopoeia for uh, rate of fire. Mm-hmm. And things need more daka. Yeah, because oh. orcs can't hit for shit. So it needs Trust more Daka. Me, I've played an orc army, Fuzzy. They can't shoot for shit. <laughs> you right. Before before we go more in depth on the on the orcs mm-hmm. and all their specialization, is there anything above an orc, or is the orc the be all end all? Well, uh, their evolution track extends up. Yeah, so you Except, can go beyond an orc. When an orc grows bigger, they enter certain classifications. Okay. So a boy will eventually become a knob. Mm-hmm. Short for noble and pronounced incorrectly. <laughs> uh-huh. Knob is similar to like a sergeant or a sergeant or like a tribal chief. His orcs are a tribal society. Yeah. Uh, tribe and clan. Uh, once that knob has crumped enough fools and won enough battles, he will eventually become a war boss? Yes. Yeah, become a war boss who heads up a war band of several knobs and many boys. Well, brief uh, alteration of that. By the time a knob grows into a war boss, uh, the war boss... Uh, it's time. We have to get into it, John. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, no. it's... Okay. What is this? The thing we've been resisting talking about so far is actually one of the most important features of the orc. It's dubiously canon, but everything that is is orc kind of revolves around this idea. Mm-hmm. Those of you who know 40k are probably anticipating what we're talking about, and Brayden, you could probably starting to theorize. It's the orc gestalt field. The thing about also called the wog. Oh, are you talking about the thing where they just emit They're psychic all energy? Kind That's of psychic. part of it. So That's part of it. Orcs are... When the Quark were programmed, the old ones didn't make all of... They gave the psychic potential to the Quark, but more than that, they made all of them slightly psychic. The mm. thing is, the average Quark or Orc doesn't know that they're psychic, but yet the universe bends to them anyway. The way here's, this here's my thought. Here's my thought. The the cork or the cork as I are say, yes. a devastating force, right? Mm-hmm. If you had them be fully psychic, they would be susceptible 
to chaos corruption. Are orbs not susceptible to chaos corruption? They no, because <laughs> what? No, fuck no. The, the wog is its own separate thing. They don't touch the wog. The wog is so uh-huh. powerful that the combined psychic mass of the orc species basically has a shadow in the warp, except that shadow mm. just sounds mm. like screaming. Mm. You gotta be very careful with your terminology there, right, buddy. Right, right, right. Not shadow. Uh, presence. Presence. Okay. Presence in the warp. Okay. Uh, okay. I would like to go back and adjust our own phrasing, because pariahs make voids in the warp. Other things make shadows in the warp. Because that's how a fucking shadow works, Jonathan. Yeah. Um. So, we're gonna adjust that. Those of you listening, the, every time I've previously said shadow, we mean void. And from here on, we're gonna say void, damn it. Uh, okay. When we're talking about pariahs and the like. Point being, the law is in all orcs, and as such, and as I'm sure you know, Brayden, that's what makes orc technology go. Because yes, one enough just, orcs believe, yeah. then it happens. Because all of them are psychic. So all of them thinking a thing makes the thing happen. Originally, the theory goes that the Old Ones were supposedly programming this to essentially make a hive mind. And Mm. in some ways, the Orcs do have a hive mind. That's where the Wah comes in. Because when a knob has defeated enough things that it grows into a war boss, it has an impact on the local Wah field. Where all the Orcs in the area know that a war boss has come around and they know it's time to get stomping so they all just kind of congeal into a war band and a wah and that wah starts and the war boss leads the wah into a good old-fashioned conquering and they start stomping and crumping fools by shooting and chopping them with more daka and choppa. Okay. Basically, uh, a war boss or any level of leadership will have a desire extending from we should take out that machine gun to we should take that planet. This desire extends down through the wah and it becomes we need to do this how doesn't matter usually through judicious amounts of daca and maybe chopping things but they all know it needs to happen never never doubt the power of chopping mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh a note on their technology right It used to be, it's just anything that was impossible was made possible through the war. I'd like to briefly, just for the sake of a bit and also clarification uh, for Brayden and the listeners, I think we should call the psychic field of war 
The WAP. The WAP? Yes. Uh, it's a pun, you see. And uh -huh. uh, the war band, the WAP, because that's a WAP. And the WAP is what yeah. funnels into it. And also because I like the idea that a, a weird boy taps into the WAP. <laughs> Is there which also now, is there... just tap into a game grump bit and just go? They're gonna give him a weapon. Now is there a or or a weird boy named J Dash because that is the man who made the song WAP. No, <laughs> but there is now. I'm gonna uh, make a fucking God. I wish weird boys could be. Are weird boys HQs? I don't think they are. I don't remember. I think they're elites. Ah, oh, crap. I had to. I had to make that joke because as soon as you said "wop," I could only think of the song "wop." Let me wah, see So, it went from impossible to unlikely. So the "wop" could do used to be able to do anything. Hand this orca pipe. Convince him it'll shoot. Convince him it's a gun. It will somehow, some way, shoot bullets. That's ridiculous. Not anymore. Now it's unlikely. Now it's hand this guy a pipe with some rocks in it and can and something, some kind of powder. Uh, it doesn't have to be explosive on its own. Then and then convince him it's a gun. It will function. I I will recount to you a parable. Uh huh. So a war truck with a mob of orcs and it sputters and dies. A war truck is what you think it is. A truck. Yes. The boys hop out and they have a look. And one of the boys examines the and says to the knob, The bloody thing is out of gas. Now this knob hits the orc in the face so hard that he's unconscious. Which is incredible because orcs have incredibly thick skulls. Mm -hmm. Now look here. Eyes to boss. And I says I filled this thing up right before we left. I am reading this as best I can without doing silly voices. Just dip into so the, the rest... voice. Let, let the wah no. overtake you. Let the wah overtake you. Let the wah. So, I... Luckily, wah, wah, luckily, wah. this that was the last bit of dialogue. So the the rest of the boys look convinced. The biggest orc did just say that hey, this is the thing, and he did prove it. So, the war truck doesn't become full of gas. One drop now counts for ten. Interesting. They, they can stretch reality. They can't... They can't make something... Full, full hard alter. Yeah, they can't make something out of nothing now. This meat cleaver can cut through ceramite because we think it does. <laughs> but it still can at least cut through a lamb shank. Yeah. Or, like, it, it can't do anymore. I know the story of um, a bunch of space marines killing orc squad coming in a truck, and when they open up the hood to see how the truck works, there's just a piece of paper that says, like, E-N-G-N -N on it for engine. <laughs> That's basically how old orc tech worked. Now, more than likely, it would have had something that was, like, you know, a tech marine would have looked at it and been like, "This it would have should... had a cardboard box." Yeah, this yeah. should have exploded. Because from what lit I... on fire yeah. and exploded. Yeah, what I understood of like why Oris is so mysterious is that people didn't know how they reproduced, and that's still the oh, speculation. That... And also, uh, they didn't know how technol how uh, they their technology operated because this print 
they could this just believe back to it. Something, this brings me back to something very dumb that I read today, uh-huh. or no, it was yesterday. One of the theories about orc reproduction is that they just pop fully formed out of a pocket dimension. Oh yeah, I've read that one as well. <laughs> Gork and Mork, man, they're yeah, fucking. Let's talk about them, Fuzzy. Well, okay, okay. the so, two titular gods. So, so yeah, something we should say and that we mentioned briefly, but we really need to re tell you once more. Uh, gods are real in 40k, and not just yeah. the chaos ones. The Eldar ones exist. Yes. This this is a fantasy setting. This is gods a, are real. Yeah, this is a fantasy setting. Gods are real. Just some gods are better than others, uh, <laughs> and have gotten their shit wrecked less. Uh-huh. Uh, so, that said, we're not entirely sure if Gork and Mork existed before the Orc existed, mm-hmm. but. Given the fact that if enough orcs believe something hard enough, it happens, there is more than likely somewhere in the warp, in the shadow of the WAP, (laughs) uh, two gods. One of them's named Gork, one of them's named Mork. One of them is cunningly brutal, and the other one is brutally cunning, and no one is sure which, which has been the cause of many holy wars within orc society. But hey, <laughs> that just helps them get better. It's true. So, Gork and Mork, who's their ver- The orc version of statues to Gork and Mork are Gorkonauts and Morkonauts, which are similar to Titans. Uh, okay. They are... Probably the strongest deities to ever exist. Excuse me. Because when you think about it, part of the WAP, I think, and this is like a theory I'm developing live on air, the WAP as a whole is one entry into the warp proper. And because of the nature of the WAP, it is completely harmonious. Okay. They have one thought. These millions and millions of psychic beings have exactly one thought. Or at least one belief. One overarching series of belief, yes. Yeah, so they're they're technically the strongest because they are so simple and because they have a majority of their species on their side. Because when you have billions of things thinking Gork is brutally cunning and Mork is cunningly brutal. brutal. That's just it. That's the way it is. Yeah. It's it's religion condensed down into its purest basis form. Corn wishes he was that cool. <laughs> yeah. Chaos gods are very uh, specialized in their fields and a lot of yeah. gods are from what we've seen in a polytheistic pantheon but um yeah, polytheistic is the word, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gork and Mork are just two of them, and they, they have such simple things. Like, one one is for killing, and one is for thinking. So, Well, uh, both are for killing, the, the, but one is for one thinking is for about thinking you killing, about and killing. one is for the, killing about you thinking. Wait. <laughs> the distinction is a brutally cunning person will hit you harder when you're looking. 
a cunningly brutal person well, hey, will hit you when you're no. not looking. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. You should have said like that, that the other way around for the sake of the Is bit. Is it the other way? Well, no, 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 no. What I mean For is, the sake of the bit. Yeah, a, a cunningly brutal person hits you hard when you're not looking, but a brutally cunning person hits you harder when you are. It's funnier uh-huh. that way around and flows better. You scrub. Damn. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm going to edit one bit out of the podcast. One of your bits. That's fair. Just one. Yeah, well, I've still been saving my <laughs> shouting wah, so, you know. Okay, yeah. You, you do only get I one. Do but get anyway, only so it works. Excellent. So we've talked about war bosses. Uh, one thing about their reproduction, mm-hmm. right? So they spore. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, they. That makes an orc infestation on a planet nigh impossible to stop. You Short have to blow. Using, well, you have to blow the planet. Yes. Or burn it. With yeah. our good old friend, Exterminatus. Yeah. Wait, okay, so if orcs are, like, part fungus, does that mean they burn real well? Yeah, yeah. they do. Oh, that's good. They're, they're highly susceptible to holy promethium. What is that? Is that napalm? Oh, that's Space that's, napalm. Okay. No, it's space. Space. It's home. gas. It's not napalm. It's just gas. Oh. oh. That's what goes in a flamer. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was just space gas. I thought it was space napalm too. Also, no, fuck, you, fuck. You put promethium in in a like chimeras and fuck, shit. Fuck. Forty K for calling it promethium. I hate it. <laughs> just there's a whole cult of there's a whole cult around it, buddy. Just just call it Prometheus or some shit. Just don't don't try and play it <laughs> off like it ain't like it ain't what it is. So yeah, uh, uh, they they spore and. When orc like a a wog or a wa leaves, mm-hmm. they don't care what happens to the the ones that are gonna come up. They come up as feral orcs, right? Uh huh. Similar to like Warhammer Fantasy orcs with a C. Okay. And they they develop like spear technology. They don't get much further than that. Oh, right. I, I completely forgot that, like, the orcs, when they leave with the Ks, they don't leave any of their shit behind. So these orcs have no. nothing, and they don't know what to do. Unless a special kind of boy shows up. Oh, God. And he is a very special boy. He is what I like, what everyone loves to call a mech boy. So, we're getting into the odd boys. Indeed. So, as previously mentioned... These guys are genetically programmed. So, the thing about a mech boy is they show up because in the genetic code of orcs, that I'm staring at like a point on the wall as if I'm making direct eye contact with you, Brayden, and I just want you to know that. <laughs> um, and it's the same point in the wall, and I look to a different point when John's talking, Anyway, uh, so, there is a programmed-in, like, roll of the dice, where it's like, and I'm pulling this number out of my ass, but work with me, one out of every 250 orcs is gonna come up a mech boy. Okay. That's just how it works. Yeah. And so then, you know... This die roll happens over and over and over again until one day we hit that one out of 250. And 
up comes up comes a mech boy and suddenly there's this orc who beyond any understanding just looks at the ground and the sticks and the rocks and the chunks of scrap metal and says to his self i can i can make something shooty i can i can make something with daka what is daka I can make a bigger, better DACA. I can make the choppiest things. I can mm. make a bigger chopper. I can make a bigger shooter. I can make a shooter! <gasps> and then suddenly he just sets to work. And all of a sudden, a day later, he produces a gun. Excellent. And just hands it to a guy and is like, I'm going to make more. And he makes more. And suddenly all of these guys who had spears have guns, guns. and, and like, metal knives. Or, more accurately, metal cleavers. Interesting. <laughs> and suddenly this group of feral orcs has turned into a proper bunch of boys. And then it's... Then they go and they kill, presumably. Mm -hmm. If not humans, then each other. And then this one of them grows and becomes a knob, and then more knobs come up, and then the knobs and start the murdering each other, and then the knobs murder each other until one grows into a war boss, and then wham bam, ah thank you ma'am, a wah forms. Yeah. And that's how it goes. It's, it's important to note that every orc carries in their fungal the entirety of the orc genome. So even the most lowly boy can give rise to a mech boy or a pain boy mm -hmm. or a weird boy or a luda or a burna. It's or a tank chaos. buster or a... Yeah. Or a and it's all, it's all, it's all pre-written to their DNA. They literally have the, a gun manual in their head mm -hmm. when yes. they come up. They're like... They're like walking STCs. Yeah, okay, yeah. They are. That's a good way to describe it. That's interesting. They're also... It's very, very interesting. Uh, so mech boys, as we talked about, are... Mechanics. Yeah, Builders. but also... Mech boys are known to become war bosses. What can it they should... build if they're a war boss, then? They could build some pretty cool stuff, then. Well, when, when a mech boy grows up to be a you know, a war boss, he becomes called a big mech. Uh -huh. And when that happens, his whole war band becomes more technologically advanced. I'm sorry. Technorcology advanced. Uh -huh. There you go. Than a war band that doesn't have a big mech at the head. Yeah. Interesting. Because he drives the creation of more and more things. Yeah, he literally says, you know keep making the stuff, and then right. it, it trickles down to the rest of the population. Exactly. Also, the thing about big mechs especially is uh, because they're a war boss now, they want to have the most DACA. And sometimes DACA takes different forms, as well as Choppa. Uh, so... Usually the big mech boy will think to himself, I want to be the biggest mech. Not just mech boy, biggest mech. So, mm -hmm. I'm going to get myself some bitchin' armor, so I can mm -hmm. do the most stomping. 
I'm gonna attach to that armor some big chopper so I can do all kinds of chopper but then I need to make sure that no one can hit me and so usually the big three things that big mechs can equip on the tabletop are like a custom force field custom spelled with a K of which course. keeps them and anyone around them from getting hit as easily they also have a teleport blaster which uh literally shoots teleport and so it's just like <laughs> there is thing in front of me there is no longer thing in front of me but that thing that was in front of me is now somewhere else meanwhile a mile away some dude's kitchen table has just been replaced by about a foot of uh what's it called bane blade armor um <laughs> interesting yeah uh and lastly one of the bit major things is the shock attack gun which uh it's a lightning launcher. Yeah. Wait, is it? Actually, no. I, I would me. assume so. It's not. Uh, is it then? I'm going to read you the blurb. Is it just a taser? A shock attack gun is a warp field projection weapon that uses the warp to teleport its ammunition inside the armor of a target. So, while a teleportablasta <laughs> rips shit away, the shock attack gun... Put stuff throws in. things in which Excellent. is the stupidest fucking thing i've ever heard uh yeah that's the best idiotic. ammunition for that is a squig oh look the space marine oh look he has a squig in his armor <laughs> uh imagine if you would a shotgun but instead of shooting is, you know is there a gun that shoots a squig yes, yes the shock attack gun okay interesting so let's talk as much fun as mech boys are, let's talk about commandos spelled with a K. Oh my god. Now tell me, Brayden, have you ever seen a purple orc? No, I didn't exactly. expect there to be. Exactly. I didn't expect it. Oh my, don't tell me that they're stealthy. They are super stealthy. They's the sneakiest boys. <laughs> I uh, hate so them. They paint, them, they paint themselves purple. Uh-huh. They have, like, night vision goggles. Have you ever seen a purple orc? course no. not days too sneaky <laughs> and here's the thing here's the thing imperial commanders didn't think that commandos actually existed uh-huh. and then they stole three death strike missile launchers for the record a death striking missile launcher is basically a bane blade with a missile of appropriate size on top uh it is a, in tabletop, it is a once-per-game weapon that costs, like, 200 points. It's worth it. Oh, because our commandos are that good. No, no, because no, no. Death Strike oh. Missile Launcher... Oh, okay, I'm ball. sorry. I, yeah, I had a mental disconnect. Yeah, Death Strike Missile Launchers are like nukes on steroids. So, literally, the orcs have stealth And the, the orcs stole three... Shot one and got away with the other two. Jesus. That's what commandos are. Because they is the sneakiest boys. They paint themselves purple, which is the sneakiest color, because the orcs think it's the sneakiest color. Let, uh-huh. Let's talk about color theory. <laughs> right. So, no, 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 we'll talk about it when we get to the speed freaks. No, hang on, hang on. So... 
any any orc that is purple is technically invisible because of the warp. Not the invisible. Walk. Well, day isn't a, invisible. Day sneaky. <sighs> yeah, a, an orc that paints themselves purple uh-huh. becomes sneaky. An orc that is purple is invisible because he's just that sneaky. But yeah, have you ever seen a purple orc? No. But exactly. I thought orcs couldn't be anything but green. That's what you would think if you were uncultured. Oh, I died. Does that mean that? Doesn't that mean that there are other orcs that are different colors? Maybe. We don't know. Maybe Day's even sneakier. <laughs> Alright, tell me the colors. I know red goes fast, purple is sneaky. That's it. That's the only two that yeah, we know. Uh, nope. No. Oh, fuck me. Tell me. Pushes up glasses. Yellow goes boom better. Oh, God. That explains a lot. Missiles are painted yellow. <laughs> they go boom better. Okay. Which is wonderful. Give me some more. What's some more colors? That, that's oh. it. Okay. Green is... Wait, green is the best. Uh-huh. Of course. Uh, Purple red sneaky, fast. red fast, yellow okay. explodes. That's that's all I can think of offhand. That's all that I know of, yeah. Um, time to look up more colors. Nah. Um, Only the goths wear black. Yeah, because it's, it's a scary color. Oh, also the burner boys. Let's talk about the burner boys. Oh, it says, I, I would pref- it says I blue would prefer is lucky and it makes them bullets miss you. Ah, Oh, like space, like uh, ultramarines. It says, yeah, and it says white is the color of death. Oh, there's a reason for that. D-E-F-F. There's a reason for that. And black is, uh, I I don't know how I'm going to say this, but it's D-E-D apostrophe A-R-D. So, deadard? Deadard. 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 Interesting. So, white being seen as the color of death. Uh-huh. It's a history lesson. Dilly do, dilly do. Remember Ulanor? No. Remind me. Ulanor was That's that time when... when all of the Primarchs and the Emperor were on the same planet to defeat oh, okay. a orc infestation. Yeah. That's, That's when. That's when Horus teleported to an orc war boss's tower, grabbed him, and pile-drived him off the tower <laughs> with his legion. Nice. Remember his legion's color scheme? White. White. That's why. He oh. he became the vision of death. death. That's interesting. Horus is... L- l- I want to remind you, every other culture in Warhammer 40,000 believes in the same vision of death, and that Ex- vision is a skeleton with a scythe because of the Nightbringer. Except yeah. orcs. Because one motherfucker dunked <laughs> on an orc so, so hard, hard that the WAP shuddered. <laughs> and amazing. all of them believe that white is the color of death. That makes sense, because if someone kills their war boss like just completely out of the blue at the gate, and it's gotta have some mental repercussions. As, as we'll talk about when we get to history, it wasn't just any old war boss. But that'll happen when we get to Was the it war the war bossiest? second most. Oh. But anyway. Let's talk about... Mm, do you want to do Speed Freaks or do you want to talk about WA as a social concept? Well, I mean, we got a bunch more Du Bois to talk about. Uh, do we want to go through all of them? I, I think each of them deserves a little, at least a brief. Um, Alright. So, the Speed Freaks... I'm just going to go down the list as on 1D. Um, okay. 
Decalta Speed, who is held by the Speed Freaks, are uh, orcs who not only love Daka and not only love flashy bits, but days like going faster than fast. Mm -hmm. The Speed Freaks, as their name would imply, uh, jump on bikes and go as fast as humanly possible. Orgally possible. Um, they're on the tabletop pretty cheap, largely because their bikes are made out of scrap metal and oh, dreams. And but dude, they're so fucking tough. Yeah, God. because orc dreams are very good at doing what they do. Um, they're the mobile. They're the fast attack boys. You, you, they go fast. They eat ass. They do nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the cult of speed also has because these guys literally worship speed like as a uh -huh. concept. Um, okay. I really want to... God, they believe in the speed force. Holy shit. Excellent. God. Okay, headcanon. The only reason Barry Allen has powers in DC is because the orcs believe in the speed force. And the... so he... Barry Does Allen... Barry and... Allen is an orc? No, no, he's just a human who, through getting hit by lightning, is able to tap into the WAP. He's a psyker who taps into the WAP. I there did it, go. kids. There it is. That's your that's uh, your cross universe head cannon. Woot. Um, there's there's canon evidence for this. I hate Warhammer Forty Thousand. Uh, <laughs> uh, preview preview of history episode. Remember the Primarch Vulcan? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He tapped into the WAP. Oh yeah. Ooh, I'm very excited to talk about that actually. Um, How? Why? Fuck you, we'll talk about it we'll later. We'll get there. So, no. the Cult of Speed also has a subunit called the Flyboys, who, as their name suggests, pilot shit. That's it. Uh, they like to fly, and they're good at it. They're very good at it. They also give themselves crazy cool nicknames, because they all think they're in Top Gun. Uh, that's pretty much canon. Uh, next up we have Daberna Boys. Brayden, would you like to guess what the Burna boys like to do? Burn. Which is shocking, yes. The uh, Burna boys are often black because uh, they're covered Charged. in ash, yes. Um, they're pyromaniacs, and they if they don't get to burn other enemies, then they will burn their friendly orcs because they like to see them do the Burny dance. Um... Uh -huh. And, frankly, these guys even will burn themselves to death kind of just by accident because they just love fire that much. Interesting. Uh, yep. Uh, next we have the Tank Busters. They like things that go boom. That's yeah. enough to say about them. Uh, uh, Ludas. Ludas are orcs who do kind of two things. Well, their main shtick is they loot. Yeah. When an orc fights, a lot of orc economy isn't just based on teeth, it's also based on what Ludas bring to the table, because more so than any other orc boy, a Luda will has a drive to rip enemies' shit apart and bring it back home. 
Now, of course, the Luda himself gets first dibs on anything he brings home, but then he brings it to the table to be exchanged for more teeth, usually so he can then go to another Luda or some kind of shopkeep, pay his teeth to get flashier bits, and eventually he ends up becoming a flash git, but that's a couple of steps down the line. That's the main issue of Ludas, though. They, they loot... They use looted wagons, which is literally they steal other factions' stuff and use it. Uh, okay. Rinse and repeat until they get real good. Um, that's what looters do. Flash gets are depimpiest orcs. Because they're rich and obnoxious, usually bad moons. We're gonna have to talk about their clans. Uh... They're rich and obnoxious motherfuckers who really like attaching a whole bunch of shiny bits and also big daka to their shit, and they shoot a lot. They shoot a lot, and it's painted gold, so they're prob- frankly, of all the orcs, they're the closest to the Emperor. <laughs> Alright. Interesting. Uh, now, because these uh, bullets are painted gold, they explode. Yes. Yeah, they're like bolts. Excellent. Like bolter rounds. Yes. yes. Which are um, just tiny missiles. Yep. Which I hate. That's the one thing I, I hate. So I look much. forward to the weapon episode. It's oh, yeah. not fucking bolts. It's fucking mini missiles. So. Fucking kill me. Then we have the weird boys. Uh huh. The weird. Did, did, you miss, did you miss my favorite one? I'm coming back to them. I, I, okay. I think I know what the weird boys are. They're the psycher ones. Yes, weird boys... They have weird headpieces. Yeah, weird boys are actively psychic. Um, They shoot... Well, they shoot lasers from their guns, they shoot lasers from their eyes, and they shoot lasers from their eye guns. Uh, (laughs) As the saying goes. Uh That's what weird boys do. They're just... They're psychic orcs. It's not that hard to get. Um, Mm -hmm. What... As we also mentioned, there are the Commandos and the Feral Orcs, but we already talked about them. Um, But then to kind of weave two conversations into one, Uh. Orcs are divided up into clans. Uh, We'll get to why that is later, but there are six clans as well as two unaligned factions. The clans are the Snakebites, who they're like a bunch of Zog and Amish folk. Um, they, they like to keep it low-tech and use a lot of squigs and squigoths. Um, the bad moon, the bad moons, who are, they got more teeth and also bigger guns. That's usually their stick. They have more money. Yes. The goths, the goths, uh, they're, well, they're... A, bummers, but also they pretty choppy. Uh, they also, in previous versions of Canos, canon, had rockas, which are, were a type of weird boy that played hard rock. Um, <laughs> yes, actually. The Evil Sons, who are mostly mech boys and speed freaks. Uh, Death Skulls, who are mostly Ludas. And uh, the Blood Axes, who... Uh, they, they're commandos. they're commandos and also retreat a lot. Uh, okay. The technically speed freaks and the cult of speed are a mixture of all the clans and kind of their own faction. 
the feral orcs, as we mentioned, are feral orcs. Yeah. Uh, but then we also have the freebooters. Uh-huh. The freebooters <sighs> are a bunch of uh. mercs and pirates who, they like one thing more than teeth. John, what's the thing that a freebooter loves more than any teeth in the world? Freedom. Nope. Ah, there we go! Because more so than any other faction or group, by golly gee willikers, Batman, free Buddhas <laughs> love them some good hats. Especially Captain Bloodflag. Captain what Bloodflag. What a good name. Really loves hats. That's a good name. Freebooters Freebooters are really locked into the 17th and 18th century pirate aesthetic. Excuse me. To the point... Where they have like the the brushy shoulder bits. Oh, awful! And excuse me, it's not free booters, it's free Buddhas. I said free Buddhas. Um, John saying John was saying free booters. John, how could you there's betray us this way? There's two spellings. No, there's, there's two spellings in this article. There be one spelling, and it's free. The Buddha. article title is free booters. Days wrong. <laughs> That's very. That was What's a very the Jamaican article title? Orc. Days wrong. <laughs> Fuck this. We're ending this episode. <laughs> it is about that time. We're at time. Ending it on hat economy. Uh, so that's most of how orcs work. I uh, feel like this episode was everywhere, but it is in Lin in in true orky. Yeah, fashion. it is in true orc fashion. So I'm uh, okay with just real quick. I also want to mention some of the other retconned weird boy or odd boys. Uh, uh -huh. Brewers who literally make uh, alcohol. They make booze. Yeah. Um, they call uh, the old ones brain boys. Uh, okay. There was a point in time, mostly in Rogue Trader, where uh, there were female orcs uh, that got retconned real fast. And uh, last but not least, and I'm, I'm handing you my card, John. Alright. There be shouters. Because the sh Once upon a time, the way an orc army would communicate to each other would be through shouters, who have overdeveloped lungs and super strong vocal cords. So, running. the way the, the boss would talk to a knob on the other side of the battlefield would be Oi! Get over here! Shout a boy! Tell the knobs to swing around back! And then the boy would respond in kind. Not at a wah volume. Not at a wah volume. But at a real good, old fashioned wah volume. As I'm so sorry, listeners. I will do whatever I can in editing to make sure you don't die. Uh, I even aimed away from my mic. Um, God bless you. They literally shouted so loud that that's how they communicated instead of radios, which is the funniest fucking thing to me. Yeah, I wish they were retconned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's um, fucking funny. And, uh, yeah, I think we've covered everything about, uh, the baseline for orcs. Uh, 
beyond that, we'll just be getting into their history next episode because uh, mm. there's some meat in there. There's some good old there's squig. There's a lot. There's a lot of squig chunks in this one. We've got two major war bosses slash wars to talk about. Yeah. In addition to all the minor ones. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, real quick, let, I'm just gonna read out the names of the squig types. Attack squig, bag squig, bomb squig, burn a squig, buzzer squig, buzzing squig, which is different, chewing squig, colossal squig, eating squig, guard squig, face eater and or nasher squig, Flesh Eater Squig, Gas, Gob, Hair, Hairy, they are different, Herd, Horned, Juicy, Tasty, Mimic, Oily, Orchaeosaurus, Paint, Parasite Hunting, Spiky, Sploding, Squidgen, Squighawk, Squighounds, aka Growler Squigs, Squig Pipe, Squig Shark, Squigoth, Swab Squig, Syringe Squig, <laughs> Uh, my roommate just yelled out, The Monty Python bit about spam! Um, Vampire Squig, and last but certainly not least, The Weird Squig. Because apparently there are even psychic squigs. God bless. Of course. Uh, God, I love orcs, and how goddamn stupid they are. <sighs> God. Orcs uh, are the best. All the Zoggin time day the best. Because the green best. the best. Green is the best. Uh, God, I wish I could do orc voice better, better, because uh, I just accidentally Jamaican most of the time. At some point, you know, here at Grimdork Studios, we have access to a lot of, you know, forbidden technology. We might pierce the thin veil of reality at some point and make contact with an orc. I mean, I'm... To pierce the thin veil for you listeners, we actually record this in separate parts of a Battlefeet gothic ship. Uh, we do- we can go through the warp, uh, and uh, eventually we will actually use this power. Sometimes we do, and yeah. we just get lost, and usually in another part of Wikipedia, but we get back. When they talk about the ship that crash-landed in, uh, New Mexico, Roswell, New Mexico, you know. It was actually a, an Imperium battleship. Yeah. yeah I, if it were Luckily, an Imperial battleship, we would have all died! <laughs> Luckily, we stole it. Yeah, basically. Uh -huh. uh, and we, we also it. found and a we... corpse on here that has a rogue trader license on it, and it just so happens that John looks close enough to the guy that we can pass it off. Excellent. Dabs. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, do you want to do plugs or not? Nah? Eternal Fucking look. Plug your shit. Go to go to Grimdark. Grim, yeah, fuck. Grimdark. What's, Grim what's our what's our Twitter handle, John? Uh, at Grimdark's pod. That. Go to that. You can find the rest of us in the about. That's how we're gonna yeah, plug from uh, now and in. Cause fuck. Tweet us. Tweet us, please. We want to talk to you. Yeah, like also, I will. I am a slut for tweets. So like, I if I. <laughs> I actually need to get the login information from John because I keep forgetting to do that. Um, I will 
I've been just responding to you on my own account. I will respond through the thing for that dank interaction. Because I, I just, I hunt down that fucking tag whenever it comes up in my Twitter feed. I'm like, I gotta respond. I gotta. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, uh, you know, on a more serious note, I know this is a dumb episode, but hey, we are blown out of the water by how much you guys actually like the show. Yes. Like, sincerely and honestly, blown away. It is incredible. I thought we would get maybe like three, four people who would listen to it and not like, what is yeah. it, close to like a hundred per episode? Yeah, they're about. Yeah, so it's really cool. Unlike my uh, associates here, instead of a heartfelt response, I'll tell you what I told them. Uh, seeing y'all talk about this shit is better than any Slaneshi cocaine I have ever had. <laughs> and trust me, I once hung out with Doom Rider, and, uh... Doom Rider loves cocaine! I'm Doom Rider, and I love cocaine! <laughs> I can't it is wait the best. for the meme episode. <laughs> oh, God. It's gonna be the best. <laughs> okay, so from uh from everyone here at Grimdorks, I have been Warboss John. <laughs> I have been Speed Freak Fuzzy. And I have been Pain Boy Brayden. I figured out what they're actually called. I'm proud of you. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> Bye! Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grimdorks. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Like the show? Want to show your dorky pride? Go to bit.ly forward slash grimdorks to pick up a variety of merch. Our theme song is John Hammer by Matt Lee. You can find him on Twitter at NiceWizardMusic. Our background music is Go Home and Be a Family Man by Norn Rad from OC Remix. And remember, Ave Imperator.